What's up, Augustinians? Welcome to the Let's Talk Show, where we talk about the environmental species who require help. And today's world development is the talk, but we just can't keep destroying the environment because of the sake of development. Many species are dying, and areas equal to the state of California are being deprived of trees. Most importantly, the temperatures are rising, seas, and the sky is getting filled with impurities. Today's talk is related to the above-mentioned topic because today we're going to talk about the Philippine freshwater crocodile, which is a natural wonder, but unfortunately critically endangered because only 250 of them remain in the wild. The Philippine freshwater crocodile, scientific name for Crocodilus mindorensis, also known as the Mindoro crocodile, Bucarota nilocano, and more generally as Buwaya in most Filipino lowland cultures, is one of the two species of crocodiles found in the Philippines. The other is the saltwater crocodile, which is larger. The Philippine freshwater crocodile is a species endemic only to the Philippines. It is a relatively small freshwater crocodile. It has a broad snout and thick bony plates on its back. The Philippine freshwater crocodiles are golden brown, and they turn darker as they mature. It inhabits freshwater habitats such as tributaries of large rivers, small lakes, swampy depressions, and marshes. Its diet consists of turtles, snakes, frogs, insects, and small mammals. According to the University of Michigan Museum of Zoology, humans have killed Philippine crocodiles for their meat and hide. They were extensively harvested for their hides from the 1950s to the 1970s. The scientific revolution gave way to new technologies, which include advances in the fishing, leather industries, and hunting. According to National Geographic, the Philippine freshwater crocodile has declined in population because of dynamite fishing and overhunting. The initial population declined due to commercial exploitation. Commercial leather-making techniques have also consumed the Philippine crocodile populations on a very large scale. According to Philstar Global, Philippine crocodile skins are extremely valuable, priced by the centimeter, and are used in the production of luxury leather goods by firms such as luxury brands like Louis Vuitton. The industrial revolution resulted in the industrializing of many countries, and the main consequence of the industrial revolution was the destruction of the habitat of many species, and one of them was the Philippine freshwater crocodile. The current threat for the crocodile is the destruction of habitat for agricultural practices due to human population growth. As I mentioned earlier, the leather and fishing industries have contributed to the decline of population in their ways. Thus, this overexploitation has to stop. It doesn't mean that if animals can't speak, we can do anything we want to do with them. They are living beings as well, and they have the equal right to live on this planet just like human beings. To stop this decline, we need to preserve them. Wait a second. How do we do that? Let's find out. According to the University of Michigan Museum of Zoology, the Philippine crocodile is nationally protected by the Republic Act 9147, which is the Repu- Wildlife Act since 2001, and therefore the protected areas and wildlife bureau of the Department of Environment and Natural Resources were made to blame for the protection of crocodiles and conservation of their habitat. The DNR created the Philippine Crocodile National Recovery Team under Special Order 2002-31, which is accountable for recovering sea mindorenses from near extinction. Since the primary breeding facility at Silman University Environmental Center, there are other breeding programs established to push the propagation of the Philippine crocodile, including the Palawan Wildlife Rescue and Conservation Center. The ideas of the scientific revolution that include how nature works and that nature is a machine has contributed a lot. to some responding of the population of the philippine crocodile by letting nature repair it using its way such as mating periods happening between the crocodiles and letting them stay in peace with the proper environment in the age of envi- enlightenment 
allowed scientific progress which resulted in new technologies. These new technologies are of great help since they help in conservation of the Philippine freshwater crocodile in many ways. These technologies include nest protection, head starting and release of hatchling crocodiles and habitat restoration, creating wildlife sanctuaries, engaging local communities in conservation through education and awareness campaigns. According to me, the podcast in calling for conservation of the Philippine freshwater crocodile reflects the essential value of a leader in many ways. Most world leaders have their goal to make the world a better place, but they can't make the world a better place without knowing how can animals and humans can coexist. And this is a big problem for us because if the current extinction patterns persist, the two-thirds of the animal population will eventually die of extinction. And this is not good news for us. A podcast helps me as a leader to spread awareness to the people on how this wonder of nature is being destroyed for our selfish needs and how I, as a servant leader, help in their protection. This ends our talk for today. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Let's Talk show. Until then, see you. Goodbye.